0: This is the Scum and Snake fantasy football show about the LV Dynasty fantasy football league that we are all in. Snake, it's finally here. We've been teasing it, but it's the week 14 matchup show.
1: Yes, indeed. We are finally here. The last matchups before playoffs. This is what it all comes down to.
0: It's crazy that we're going to get into it. And I mean... Some of the games are going to be easier to call. We've seen some recent surprise upsets, but basically every game matters for some reason, whether it is the bye weeks for the top guys, whether it's getting in the playoffs for some of those others, or whether it's, can you sneak get a good pick in some form or fashion? So it's all very important to all of us, I think.
1: Yeah, it really is. It comes down. Everyone's involved in this some way, shape or form, uh, some in different facets and others. But, you know, that's dynasty, that's picks, that's uh, glory and fame and fortune. And this is going to be the creme de la creme.
0: The creme de la creme. All right, let's get into it. But first, we've got to do a nonsense minute. Sneak a lot of the classic Christmas movies are done in that claymation style, right? Like your Frosted Snowman, your uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, all that jazz, right? Mm-hmm. What is a movie? It, it can be Christmas and maybe not. But what's something that they should remake in claymation? We're bringing it back, but we're going to use some famous story or movie To kind of meld together and bring people's interest back into that. So, you are tasked with doing that. And what do you pick?
1: So, it doesn't have to be a Christmas movie? Doesn't have to be now. So, if it's not going to be a Christmas movie, I would say Wedding Crashers. (laughs) Can you imagine just a bunch of claymation stuff going on in that movie?
0: Just the claymation, Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn, Bradley Cooper, Rachel McAdams. Hilarious claymation. Todd would just be just a riot. Would be hilarious. I love it. Would be, Maybe
1: a, they should make, I think, aren't sequel. they making a sequel to that movie? Yeah, I was gonna say, they <laughs> send a they letter into a the studio and just make it claymation. <laughs> I love it.
0: I was gonna go along the same lines as you. Let's not make it a Christmas movie. We, we've already done that, but we want to bring back claymation so i was thinking american psycho
1: okay i love that <laughs> you just that get like perfect
0: some claymation blood spurts you know and things like it had that little hitch in it in claymation
1: see that just the claymation day? patrick bateman in his in his uh plastic coat just freaking chopping <laughs> people up i could see it can't you oh i can see that
0: that'd be perfect All right, guys, if you have something that needs to be redone in that Christmas claymation style, let us know. And then maybe we can, you know, get this whole thing off the ground. Maybe that'll be your YouTube channel. Claymation? Yeah. Nation.
1: There you go. I will get on. How do I do that, though? I don't know. I don't have the skills.
0: Yeah, well, I mean. We're the idea, man. We the details are handled by the crew that we hire, obviously. Right, right, right. uh, Put a pin in that one for now. Let's just get into these matchups. I guess. I mean, we're gonna be we're gonna take a lot of time on each one. I feel like, or at least maybe not the matchup itself, but what it means for both teams. So, let's just start doing that. And let's kick it off with. As always, my matchup, bottom two charts, number one, heart emoji S versus Bo, 104, on Hertz, hashtag one in your hurt S.
1: Do nothing, commit. Scum
0: versus Brandon, one of the classic rivalries in the LV Dynasty League. If I can pull an upset, then Brandon would likely not have a buy those are long odds, but I think what are you what do you think? Are you proclaiming any magic in the air for me?
1: A, a very small hint of magic floating around. it's very scarce. It's like you can barely see it through the trees. Uh, you're and then now that you know it's kind of out there lingering very, you know lightly, you just you have to focus on that. you have to think about that. You have to try everything in your power to harness that little piece of magic in the world to see if scum can destroy Brandon's dreams once again.
0: Well, let me, I'm going to go to downtown Summerlin this weekend, uh, this Saturday before, and I'll sit on Santa's lap and I will ask for a victory against Brandon. As we know from yesterday, Patrick Mahomes is the scum dope of the week. But even if he dopes, he will likely still outscore Kenny Pickett. The receiver matchups, I think I can hang AJ Brown, Jerry Judy, and Mike Cooper versus T Higgins, Hollywood Brown, Josh Palmer. That's not like too much of a mismatch. But at the running back position, that's where Brandon has an edge, not just on me, but on a lot of people in the league. And that's where he will likely win our matchup unless I can do something or get a little lucky with some blow-up games here but all in all I mean we'll we'll hope for it I will do my best but Brandon will likely win and at least do what he is supposed to do to keep himself in that second seed and that buy for the first week of the playoffs
1: yeah uh even if you score like let's say 130 which is probably the max you could possibly score with your lineup yeah. I don't I, I there's I mean Brendan's got to score more than that unless he just has an absolute massive letdown with multiple injuries. So Brendan's going to win, and I guess it's going to come down to points on who gets the buy. If assuming we go through the rest of those top three matchups and they win,
0: yeah. But here's the thing, Brandon Would you rather have to play? Maybe you want to not have a buy get down a play a weaker six six seed opponent and you're going to have to play either Wade or Eric anyway so maybe just get that out of the way um you know maybe you don't need a buy is all I'm saying here Just think
1: about you it, know, what you would in that like if you're really going to get into it. what he would want he needs to look into the the weeks and see who his players are matched up against and I mean in that scenario yeah Hesse won't have Lamar but let's say Gooch's Niners are now on a downturn because of the quarterback situation. Desean mm-hmm. seems to be probably the stronger team because of Devontae's been surging. Diggs is always so good. Uh, I would expect now with you know the Chargers receivers getting healthier, Herbert's probably going to have hopefully a game or two here in the in the remaining where he's like has a really really good game. So I, it just doesn't seem like Brendan's in too good of a spot, regardless.
0: That is true. So, what are you gonna do you do, Brendan? Let us know. Trade deadline is when. So, the way I read it in Sleeper is the trade has to be processed before the Monday night game starts. So, so essentially,
1: we... it's <laughs> Sunday night is Yeah, my read on it. So, Brendan, take a look at what these possible matches. Do you want to be known for the guy who always loses in the first round? So maybe you get ahead of this and start throwing out some trades and just saying, you know, I had a great regular season. I am man enough to realize that I can't take this thing to a championship. So maybe I'll start doing some trades and just, uh, continually constantly never fulfilling your potential and playing for a future. That just seems to be Brandon's MO. He's always looking for that future, never realizing his present
0: yeah just build for the future brandon it's okay
1: that's totally fine it's fine
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about one of the other likely easy matchups for someone that is contending for a bye week uh smith Bennett versus wade yealy brandon versus brandon and you know as much as we'd like to put some drama into this one, as much as we want to say, like, maybe Ben throws a wrinkle in a plan even further. Uh, We don't think that's the case, and this is actually going to be the blowout of the week. Let's come and sneak blowout of the week.
1: Blowout of the week. Blowout of the week. Let's go. This is the blowout of the week, the blowout of the week, the final blowout of the regular season. Not only has
0: Ben had a tough year, and not only is his team just on the ropes in general, he also has Jonathan Taylor and Alvin Kamara on a bye this week.
1: Yeah, so, that's uh, not good, even though they haven't been the greatest. They haven't.
0: <clears throat> but he's got to play, it looks like... Uh, Two Buffalo Bills running backs, one being Naheem Hines, who when they traded for him, I thought he was going like, to do stuff, but in fact, he does not do anything for the Bills. So he literally hasn't bad. done one thing. That was a bit of a surprise. And then he's throwing in uh, just DJ Moore, who maybe has a little spark with Sam Darnold, but just has been a disappointment all year. Dante Smith is up and down, just depending on what the Eagles are doing. Um, the rest of the team just don't even want to talk about. And then Wade rolls out Josh, Allen, Nick, Chubb, Hasidi, CD lamb, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. It's just, it's not going to be anything that Ben can overcome. Wade, like we were saying, does what he needs to, to at least stay in the running for a buy. And he needs to hope for an upset of either Brandon or Eric though, because of the points separation between those three teams. Yeah. Love it. And let's, I guess, just stick with our theme of the top guys. Joe Marchuro, Eric's team, has to play. NBA, greater than NFL, Doug's team. Big match up here because this one is actually a little closer. We could see Doug pulling out this win. Uh, not likely, but uh, he's got a better chance than Ben or I do against one of these top seeds. Yep. Eric, with a win, stays in the bye. He, he wants that. He doesn't want to put himself in danger of that dragon slayer first round upset that he's done himself. Doug wants to win because he doesn't want to leave it up to tiebreakers. He wants to win and get in. Uh, that's his scenario. And he would have his playoff spot. The problem is Eric's team is better. <laughs> I don't know. If there's any way around it.
1: No, they're uh There really isn't any way around that it is better. This, I agree with you. This is the closest of the top three matchups. You almost want to say, let's just go ahead and pick Doug to win this thing. And Ernie loses his buy and has to uh, play in the first round. And like you said, uh, have a possibility of the fear lingering in his mind and in his body about losing the first round after destroying the league last year, going for the double win going for whatever amount of money is in our pot, which is probably long gone into some sort of Bitcoin or action figure <laughs> investment from Brendan. Uh, but, uh, you know, Ernie is going for the double win. He wants to go down in the annals of history and say he was one of the double winners. I think I don't even want to get into it. If there's been more than one double winner and two winners, I don't know. The league's been around too long. Let's reset this thing. <laughs> anyway, but... Ernie Eric Fritz is going to win. It's It it seemed as if destiny has been on his side now for almost two years. It's so hard to vote against him. It's so hard to say he's not going to realize the potential of the team that he masterfully put together with trades and building through the draft. Uh, He is on his trajectory of only losing like three times in two years or whatever it may be. He beats Doug. Doug is going to unfortunately have to deal with a tiebreaker point situation, whatever that shakes out to see if he makes it into the playoffs. Our top three guys are safe and secure. They win their final week, uh, their final regular season week game. And that's it.
0: Here's the one wrinkle I will throw into this matchup. Eric's got a little more health concerns on his team than Doug does. Questionable tags up and down, especially for his running backs. Uh, Kenneth Walker is likely going to miss this week is what it sounds like. He hasn't practiced yet this week. And again, not officially ruled out, but don't think he's going to be in. So Eric can't play him. Najee Harris, who even if he is healthy, hasn't been that great this year. Um, also missed practice yesterday. He played last week through the same injury, I believe. So it seems like he's more on track. But something to watch because not only his performance but his health has kind of been up and down this year. And then Erica also has to watch the Joe Mixon, uh, Samaje Perine thing. I think best case for Eric is that they rule out Mixon and Perine just gets to get the start and you know ball out like he's been doing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if if Mixon gets that uh, or doesn't get ruled out. We could see a situation where he kind of has to make that choice and he could very well mess that up, right? If he if both Mixon and Piran are active. But he starts Mixon, could be an early day for him just because, you know, he gives it a try, um, isn't right. Or on the flip side, Eric wants to play it safe, try to play Piran, but then Mixon's totally fine. Um, and takes the takes his job back, essentially. So that's that's one where I feel like Eric would want uh, the news of Mixon going out rather than having that potential of uh, of a split or of uh, early exits. You know that situation could be one that will be irksome.
1: Yeah, that's a scare. Always a scary situation when you you know you've done good to get the summer of handcuffs in, and now. P ryan has been playing great. Mixon comes back. Who do you play? If you make the wrong decision, it could spell disaster. Uh, Yeah. Great point to bring up with a lot of situations like that, with injuries, players uh, coming down, especially going into playoffs. Like people are banged up. Do they, is someone getting rested? Potentially is something this and that you make the wrong call and it destroys your, year long fantasy run. So we'll see what Ernie does here. Uh, I, I you, We just are thinking that no matter really what he does, he should still be in good shape, but it it could, he could get a zero or two and they're like Derrick Henry goes could, off yeah, 45. Yeah. Ernie gets like four from mixing or something like that. I don't know. You know, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's crazy things have happened and it would be, and that's what we're, what we're, I think that's what we're kind of in the hoping for as a league. We want, we want to see something. <laughs> crazy happy you know we want to see i mean and crazy would be ernie goes loses he doesn't get his buy not the craziest thing whatever but that's what we want to see in these this last week we want to see a, a a move ernie's been basically at one whole year all of a sudden he's at three doesn't get a buy he's got to play he's got to play it uh play in week one of the or you know round one of the playoffs i don't know it's uh it could it could happen and that's why this week that's why i've been hyping up this week so much it's going to be you know, we're going to be watching the games. We're watching everyone's matchup, just not our own, and <laughs> not the games. It's just going to be a very hot. I expect the group chat to be blasting off starting tonight. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just – I'm super excited. You know, I'm excited to see what my picks could turn out, you know, where they're going to land, and I'm just excited to see what these matchups shake out to be. Agreed. Oh, we took the
0: long way to get to the point where Doug has a chance, but we still think Eric will win and Doug's going to have to rely on a tie break. So ideally he's thinking, at least let me score a bunch of points and shoot out with Eric so that I have an edge on someone else that ends up seven and seven. Mm -hmm. So as we do this too, we go through the matchups. Our current projections are that, All the top three seeds are going to win, so that leaves Eric and Brandon in the bye and Wade in the three seed. The result result of those matchups too, Doug ends up seven and seven. We'll likely be in the tiebreak, and we'll see how that all shakes out after a word from one of our sponsors.
1: Today's episode was brought to you by The Turd Timer. Hey husbands, boyfriends, and other poo-crastinators, do you find yourself sitting down on the porcelain throne just to sit there for hours scrolling through your phone? Well now, the makers of Squatty Potty introduce the Turd Timer. This nifty 4-inch tall hourglass timer was taken from your favorite board game. All you have to do is set it next to the toilet to remind you to sh** or get off the pot. Available literally anywhere children's games are sold.
0: And we're back. Three matchups down, Sneak. Three more to go. You excited? Riled? I am a, I'm a, I'm riled. Let's get it then. Next matchup is going to be Jimbo's team, lift me up versus Big T's team, Kirk and the gang. One that you talked about yesterday. Basically projected for the same amount of points. Tyler still needs to add a defense, which will give him the projection edge, but you gave the entire Jimbo roster the hope call for this week, so we expect him to win, maybe in a tight game. But as he as he rolls out the entire Hope lineup, he should end up at seven and seven, putting himself in that tiebreak
1: scenario to try and make the playoffs. Yeah, really. Nothing I seems to be at stake here for T. I guess even if he wins, his record is tied with you, but I haven't looked at the points. You probably have more points than him.
0: No, he's got more Maybe than I do.
1: Okay, so yeah. if he does win, then you will be having the better odds for the number one overall pick in the lottery, right? That is correct. All right, so... Uh, yesterday, I gave Jimbo my hope of his entire team. He needs to win. He wants to be in the mix of the playoffs and what those tiebreakers could shake out to be. I predict Jimbo will win. But T's team has known to be able to put up with close to one hundred and thirty. Jimbo's team has been known to not score that many points certain periods of time during during the year. So this again matchup the the matchup. Uh, projections are in T's favor once he gets a defense in the lineup. I'm going to say Jimbo wins, but I won't be surprised if T wins, which will be really good for you.
0: No, oh, I don't. I don't know. Ah, oh, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, T's team. You know, he's made a couple deals, and we've seen over the course of the year a lot of his players have become or have come into more prominent roles. Isaiah Pacheco and Rashad White, uh, specifically. So if he gets big games from his kind of new, newly found starting running back core and gets just decent production out of his receivers, like you said, T can put up in that one hundred and thirty range and definitely hang with Jim. I think the the Kirk cousins matchup of the Kirk cousins, at quarterback against the lions is going to be a big one there. The lions have been in a bunch of shootouts for so the Vikings. So if Kirk is involved in that, we've seen the Vikings put up a lot of points, but off the back of like, Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison, uh, like last week, where their rushing touchdowns are leaving Kirk Cousins with just, like, pedestrian numbers, like 190 and one, something like that. Mm -hmm. But if he throws a couple to Jefferson, has a big out, and maybe gets a one-yard plunge himself, like, that would mean a lot for T getting the upset. But uh, on Jim's side, he's got – I mean, I don't even know if I would say an advantage anymore, really – Uh, Etienne was uh, eased back in last week, so we'll see if he gets more of a workload, but against a pretty decent Titans defense. So I don't know if he'll have a huge game. Uh, Tony Pollard probably has a monster game, so maybe that's where this matchup swings. And Miles Sanders, again, up and down, depending on what the Eagles need, so could go either way. At least Jim has the benefit. I guess you call a benefit of Aaron Jones being on bye, just making his lineup decision easier, but I don't know. He still has just that, like that hint of, of um, inconsistency kind of across the roster, I guess, that puts him in danger, even though he is the hope team this week.
1: Yeah. All great points. Uh, Nothing really more I can add to that. It, that's going to be a major matchup. There's a, there not only is it playoff implications, but it's uh, 2023 pick implications on better rot- lottery odds. And yeah, yeah I agree. Jimbo doesn't have to make the call with the running backs, uh, with Aaron Jones being off. He just, uh, he his team just needs to perform this week and he needs Tyler's team to do what he's been mostly doing all year and just not being good.
0: How about in the matchup against Tyler? We also have a tight
1: end Tyler matchup: Tyler Conklin versus Tyler Higby. Ooh, just there's three. One. There's three Tylers in this matchup, huh? Yep. That's a that's a scummish and so special. Can we get more Who Tylers in that lineup? Is there anybody else on your guys' roster yeah. that you can play, Jim? You know we hate him. And also,
0: by the way, uh, oh, never mind, he's on bye. He hasn't been that great lately, but Tyler Algier should have been
1: in this lineup. But unfortunately, oh, he's four, on by. That would have been amazing to have four Tylers in this matchup. Got any other options? Who else is a Tyler in this league? Uh,
0: Tyler Johnson is not on the team. I,
1: I can think. make a trade. I'll trade him over there if someone plays him. Uh, who else we got? We got Tyler Batty, another one of your guys. <laughs> okay. I he's, he's
0: available. I'll send him over. Tyler, I'm out. Anyway, fun matchup. We're leaning towards Jim getting to seven and seven. He enters that tiebreak scenario, which will break down. But as we talked about in the group chat yesterday, he's got the longest shot at that just because of the points, overall season long points being the tiebreaker. All right, big, big matchup here. One of the biggest of the week. Gooch's team, soft tissue rehab at seven and six versus Hesse's team. Bird and not lose at six and seven. Uh, Gooch win and he's in. Hesse wins. That enters both teams into that tiebreak scenario with Doug, as mentioned, with Jim. And things get crazy. But let's talk about the matchup first to see if we even get there. Both teams with. Their backup quarterbacks, not the ones that they wanted to see in this matchup. We got Mike White and oh, another Tyler Tyler Huntley. Who gets the edge there in the quarterback matchup?
1: I say say it's Mike White. Okay. Against the Bills. So, uh,
0: their Shootout defense is banged up. Race, Their yeah. secondary is banged
1: mm-hmm. up. No Von Miller. It, it it could turn, you know, if Buffalo scores a bunch, I would assume the Jets should match that scoring for the majority of the game. Uh, Mike White's proven to, you know, be able to sling it. I think his, his last couple of starts, he's in the 300 yard range. So if he does that with a couple of touchdowns, it's, it's 25 mm-hmm. points probably. So I don't know if I see Tyler Huntley getting that. Okay. Huntley does
0: have the, Potential to kind of bust off a little run and rush, get a long one. But um, you know, I, I will. I agree with you. Let's give Mike White the edge. Running backs: Gooch has Saquon Barkley, Raheem Mostert, and Jeff Wilson currently as his running back trio. Hesse is going with Latavius Murray, Dalvin Cook, and Ezekiel Elliott. Who gets the edge there?
1: Major edge to Hesse. Barkley playing Philadelphia. They have an amazing run defense. Uh, They're probably going to be keying off on Barkley. You just don't know what you're going to get out of Jeff Wilson and Mostert in Miami. One, if one goes off, the other one probably is not going off. I mean, the Chargers, their defense isn't good. So I guess you could see them both. Hey, 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 hey. (laughs) They're not good, but hey. (laughs) I expect Elliott against Houston to get. 18 for 90 and a score or two. Dalvin against Detroit should be heavily involved in the passing game and the running game. And Murray had, for some reason is like still getting touchdowns and get breaking off nine, 10 yard runs. So advantage testing.
0: The the thing for Murray too, it's funny, just in our league with carries being uh, good being points for carry. He's guaranteed locked in for like 15 carries. They're going to do that, and there's no one else to give the ball to, really, besides Sue, Mike Boone. So, Hesse's got a nice floor there. I agree. We can give him the edge just based off of that. All right. Wide receivers, Brandon Ayuk, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, versus Mike Evans, Chris Godwin,
1: another Tyler, Tyler Lockett. More well, Tylers in the league? Who knew? A lot of Tylers. This one, I almost want to say push, but I'm going to give a slight edge uh, to gooch here because mike evans chris godwin although are very much capable of having good games that passing offense in tampa bay is not what it has been with brady the last couple of years uh, and lockett has been destroying but carolina's got a really good defense are probably gonna you know that that could be a weird low scoring game carolina's defense is good Uh, Keenan Allen at Miami Sunday night, you know, expect him to do pretty good. Hopkins is going to get 18 targets. So he's going to turn that into 10 and hundred, probably in some way, shape or form. Even though I said that the Niners offense is going to take a, take a hit, you know, and IU might be on the same level as Lockett this week, where they, just because of IU's matchup and Lockett's matchup, you know, they could kind of even each other out. So I expect this is going to be a slight, slight, uh, advantage Gooch wide receiver wise, in my opinion. Okay, and what I just realized is the Niners play
0: the Bucks this week. So what a weekend for Gooch and Hesse, just with their fandom playing against each other, and the majority of their rosters being in that game. When you look at both sides, yeah, <laughs> that's just like the that's the only yeah. game that matters for them, really, on a yeah. lot of levels.
1: It's it's great. You can't write this stuff; it writes itself. So, position
0: wise, this doesn't mean like. Total points wise, but position groupings, Gooch has a two to one edge against Hesse. I'm not going to make you pick it between George Kittle and Mark Andrews because you might throw up. Um, not yeah, going to make you jump out the window,
1: prepping prep for that one.
0: So we're, you know, we would lean a little edge to Gooch. It seems like, but I don't think that's the case. I think we're going with our gut, and we're going to say. Hesse is the upset of the week.
1: Scum and sneak upset of the week. Scum and sneak upset of the week. Upset of the week. Yay, yay. This is the final upset of the 2022 regular season. Hesse, our island native is going to beat gooch for the win it's only going to be it's only going to go up and down from here in some way shape or form this is the call we have decided it and it shall be
0: both sides are gonna claim that we're jinxing them somehow with that call but we're gonna say is gonna win that also like we said brings us to 7-7 Seven and seven on both sides, putting them in a tie with Doug and Jimbo. Let's see how the final matchup goes before we break those ties and predict our final playoff participants. Last matchup of the week, biggest matchup of the week, Sneak Inc. versus Herb Stomp, Sneak versus Dayson. Again, Dayson wins and he's in. And if not, then we get two more teams added to the 7 and 7 cluster snake do you have
1: it in you this week i probably do but i'm don't know if it's going to happen i just in the weeks past i feel like i've been having confidence in the team this week i just don't have as much confidence i feel like we've done all we could to get to this point we're tired we're, our body is broken we're hungry we're thirsty You know, it's cold. We just want to pack it in. We want to be done. We want to look forward to brighter days. I just can't see it happening. I can't see Schneek beating Dayson this week. Two picks on the line. It it just doesn't feel like it can happen. So I'm going to say that Dayson beats me. I think if we were in
0: another week, you would definitely. Have more of a shot and we might be even confident that you would win but bye weeks are really hurting you this week no big brian no olave no fields that's team or that's players that you rely on on the other side Dayson is missing gibson who he does play and has been um pretty serviceable but all of his big guns are still in ramondre Diggs, and adams as you mentioned earlier um you know the deontay johnson and richie james spots aren't the strongest that I wouldn't feel that comfortable if I was him, especially when looking at your side, you get to roll out, you know, uh, Pickens who was, uh, was barking last week and might be getting some extra attention. And then, you know, uh, people's Jones, maybe, maybe the rust kind of falls off to Sean Woffman a little bit. Maybe he has a nice big game, mm. but yeah, just not, just not really there with not your full roster. Again, especially Olave and big Brian. Those are like mainstays. Oh, and fields who is a guarantee for a 50 yard touchdown rushing touchdown every week, apparently. Yeah.
1: And I got to go. I basically have to go jumbo because London's also off. He would have been in there and the flex or one way or the other. So I got to go jumbo and my jumbo just isn't as good as other jumbos, even though they've got decent matchups. You're calling for Hunter Henry to have a nice game. Uh, I just don't think i I got the firepower right now. I definitely like you to cover
0: this spread, which is like pretty big on the projections, but yeah, I do think to our shock and chagrin, you wanted dayson to keep falling. I predicted he was gonna fall based off the roster, but the the schedule and the matchups broke differently than we thought, and we think dayson is gonna win and easily secure a spot in the playoffs at eight and six, yeah. Which is just to the detriment of everyone else who's trying to vie for those playoff spots. So, based on the scummish sneak predictions, we're going to have the top three seeds Eric, Brendan, and Wade. Four is locked up by Daysan with a win, and then a tie at seven and seven between Doug, Hesse, Gooch, and Jimbo. Four teams for two spots. Absolutely insano. If that were to happen, as it stands right now, the, the two teams with the most points in that 7-7 seven, and seven group are, and drumroll please, Hesse and Doug would be the 5th and 6th teams. Hesse at 5, Doug at 6. Now the separation between Doug and Gooch is, I want to say, 60 points. So uh, we could we could see that made up. With this week, with a high score from Chase and a dud from Doug, Jimbo likely looking like out. He would need to make up um, 150 point difference to catch Doug. So I don't think he can outscore him by that margin. Unfortunately, so Jimbo, even though he gets into the tiebreak scenario, he's uh, we have to say definitely the one that's going to be sitting out. But between Hesse. Doug and Chase, one of those teams, are is also going to be left out, and it's looking like it's going to be Gooch missing the playoff two years in a row. Mm, not good.
1: Good for me. Not good
0: for him. So we'll do. Let's do a little preview primer of that. The first playoff matchup would be three and six. Oh, I messed that up. Three and six would be Wade versus Doug, which is an interesting matchup. There, two guys who uh, we don't know much about that aren't around very often. And then Dayson versus Hesse in the 4-5 is what we're looking at down the line. So, again, way too early. It might not even break this way, but what's your prediction out of those potential matchups? Wade and Doug, Hesse and Dason.
1: Oh, I got to go with Wade. I got to go with Wade over Doug. And I, I got to go Dason over Hesse. Wow. All right.
0: Yeah. Top top four seeds project, projected to advance per the advanced analytics of the scum and snake
1: show. <laughs> the advanced analytics is is just screaming right now.
0: That's just a little taste. Well, obviously, we're gonna see what actually happens and we're gonna dig into the playoffs more next week, which is a fun, fun thing to think about. But let's wrap up this Thursday. We've on a lot in-depth in these matchups, but let's go even more in-depth. Let's go even deeper to the Thursday night game for America's favorite segment. Let's come and sneak at the Thursday night game wrong. Yes, we do. What a lame game. This is going to be Raiders versus Rams on Thursday night. Ugh. I don't know. Like, why? Why are we even doing this? But uh, with the Rams injuries and either John Wolford or Baker Mayfield starting. We're going to say the rate Oh, I'm going to say at least the Raiders are What going about to Percy
1: Jackson and the Sundance Kid? Or what was that? Isn't Percy Price Jackson? Perkins. And the War Gods of Old. What is that movie? The Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. There you go. The is, is that what that, that quarterback's name yeah. is?
0: Bryce Perkins. Oh, Bryce
1: Perkins.
0: <laughs> Bryce Perkins Jackson. But he uh, doesn't seem like he's running. Maybe he is I don't know. I mean, can I really throw in Baker after being with the team for like two days? Uh, probably not. But no. yeah, I think I think easy win for the Raiders um, will be one to watch. Definitely for your matchup against Deson to see if it's yeah. a huge game or not. Uh, same thing with Brandon against me for Josh Jacobs. But uh, easy win again for them.
1: Let's say twenty to ten. Okay. Uh, yeah, Rams, Raiders. I got to go Raiders with the win here. It's going to be – you said 2010. I'm going
0: to go 17-12. Yeah, I'm going to watch this game tonight. <laughs> better stuff to do. Like uh, I think I have some laundry. Probably some dishes. I get to that do. laundry, and it's perfect. You know, perfect
1: laundry night.
0: Got to check the mail, I think. Um, probably got some baseboards that could use a little wipe down. All that sounds better than watching this Raiders Rams game. All right, guys. That is week 14. Very excited to see how it goes. Best of luck to everyone. Maybe we get six ties, which would be the best outcome, but. Unfortunately,
1: I don't know how likely that is. Oh, man. I, we've been hyping. We've been talking. It's time for the games to be played. Winners to become winners. Losers to become losers. And tires to become tires. And picks to be solidified. Destinies to be grabbed. Fates to be sealed. Love to be lost. And butts. Bye. couple sleepy the, guys this week huh i got the energy up though for this one this we've been hyping this all up the last matchups before playoffs who will it be who will win who will lose who will go who will stay
0: uh, 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 uh. Uh, uh, go, uh, uh. hype i needed